That's right, it's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, don't despair. This podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I am Jean McDonald, and I am here with my good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. James, how's it going today? It's going very well today, Jean. Thanks. And with you? Yeah. <laughs> very well. Thank you. I, um, I'm i excited to be doing this show because this will make five weeks in a row of actually doing the literal weekly review. And I'm, I'm in a celebratory mood. <laughs> well, it, as you definitely should be. And um, I... I lost count, but I've been, my streak has been unbroken for weekly reviews as well. So I am also in a celebratory mood. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So a few episodes back, we talked about like, let's, you know, get back to basics and um, go back to the original uh, sacred text of getting things done and, and remind ourselves why we're doing what we're doing here. And um, it's helped me a lot, and I think it's helped you as well mm-hmm. to just say, like, oh, yeah. And not like, here's how you do it, even though that is certainly important, but also, here's why you're doing it this way. And uh, I I think I had gotten a little bit out of touch for that. And, you know, one of the things that both of us have remarked on is that we we feel that our trusted system is truly trusted and that's kind of the bedrock of the whole thing working. Mm-hmm. So, um, so one of the things that I did as we, you know, went to this mode of uh, of being more, you know, sort of diligent and like not just hand waving certain things out, you know, until the next week, but uh, not forgetting about some of the important steps. There is a step by step, you know, directions for for finishing a weekly review every week um, that David Allen wrote and had in his book. And I had not been looking at them, to be perfectly honest. I created this document with the list um, so that I would have it, whether I had the book on me or not, in like 2006. And (laughs) I have, um, you know, one of the things that I have realized is that in order for me to make this work, I do have to do stuff, you know, that's recommended, but also to take the recommended stuff and understand how it works and maybe tweak it Mm -hmm. to work better for me. Mm -hmm. And this is a classic example because the weekly review um, list, it's 11 steps, or at least it was, I don't think I've really edited it. And, um, you know, it starts with like gather all your loose items and into your inbox and that could be loose you know literal physical snips of paper right or notes plus your um stuff that's in your you know that needs to go into your inbox either an omnifocus or wherever you know you keep things to be processed then the second step step which i think we both agree is like the the daunting one is process those notes and inbox items yes um, get into that- empty <laughs> Yes, get into empty. So one of the things I realized right from the beginning is if I did those two things to the letter, I probably would drop off 
the wagon again. <laughs> so, so what I have been doing is like, you know, thinking like what needs to be in my system that is laying around, you know, that's step one. Mm-hmm. But the second one is like, process them or at least look at them and have an idea what you're going to do with them. Um, so for example, my inbox had gotten overfilled while I was out of commission with my knee surgery. And, you know, as, you know, longtime listeners know, we got to zero uh, a while back with a lot of fanfare, um, but it's never been, for me, like super close to zero. Um, but it certainly hasn't been more than 100. But lately, it's been in the multiple hundreds. And what I decided to do is um, I have an, a daily task, which is process email. And instead of saying process all the email, I say, um, I guess I had like, I don't know, 400 something things. Uh, and I decided I just need a fixed number that I'll call like, yes, I've processed it. Like I haven't processed it all, but I've done a good chunk of it. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's like to reduce the number by 30, which not coincidentally is a multiple of the number three that I'm using for something else in this system. I just like had to pick some random number that didn't see, seem overwhelming. So so basically, if I were to rewrite this, I'd say process your notes and inbox items and delete at least, delete or move or whatever, at least 30 of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and since I do it every day in a week, you know, it, 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 it's a good um, dent in it. So, so that's one way I have made this work for me. But the thing I wanted to talk about today is that there's, there's a step called um, empty your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rewrote it for myself to say, do a mind dump, you know, of open loops. So things that try to remember, like things that I feel on the hook for doing, but I haven't put in the system. And one of the ways that is offered in the book is, you know, a very long list of triggers that you could, you know, sort of skim through that would remind you, oh, yeah, there's a thing I want to do with the house maintenance, you know, and here's a thing that I want to give to another colleague, or here's somebody who has to be informed about this meeting, that kind of stuff. Um, Lots of triggers uh, for home and work, Mm -hmm. but they don't really work for me. Like, you know, most of the things don't apply to me at all. They're not relevant. Um, because I think the the audience that this book addresses are people who work in a company, you know, with at least several other people, you know, if not like some big company. Right. So, and then there's a very good list in the book about OmniFocus workflows that we talked about the um, and and actually had as a guest we had one of the authors, Rosemary Orchard. And it's definitely better, like, and more relevant to me, but it's still not exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, from personal experience, if there's something that doesn't really apply to me, after a while, I just tune it out, right? So so I started um, creating my own list of triggers. Uh, I mean, I just started, literally. It's not at all uh, comprehensive, but I think that's going to be an important thing for me, which is you know, come up with the categories that are relevant to my life and the things I'm trying to do. And I was wondering if you use any lists or um, have created your own list um, for something like this. 
I have to admit that prop probably as I'm looking over the entire weekly review process, um, mm-hmm. emptying my head is probably the might be the spot I'm weakest on in the weekly mm-hmm. review um, because I'm just so happy to have my inboxes at zero. <laughs> I don't want to make anything new. I just want to look through everything that I already have. Um, <laughs> so, um, but no, as I, I don't know if there's any, like, I don't really have a, a list that I go through say, oh, it's more when I see, uh, when I see, because a, a couple parts of the review are um, like reviewing what you did on your calendar, what's coming yes. up on your calendar. I think those are possibly the most <laughs> useful, you know, as I sat on this particular review and working through it and I'm like, yeah, I don't know why I don't do this. <laughs> why, you know, what, what, because when you look at your calendar, you can't avoid realizing, oh, right. Um, oh, this I'm not fi- ready for that. This thing's or, coming up. I need to do these other things to get ready for this. Or this thing happened last week and I still have to follow up with so-and-so about this exactly. other thing. Um, exactly. And, um, yeah, and also the triggers of going through my – like as I'm reviewing, sometimes that will be a good way of – um, triggering stuff that I need to do. And mm-hmm. then sometimes there's, I was just thinking today that there was something, now I forget what it was and I didn't put it in my trusted system. There was some, it wasn't a big thing, <laughs> but there was something that's like, oh, I should remember to do that. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, but now it has slipped my mind. Um, how embarrassing. And, uh, <laughs> um, but, I don't really have a list of stuff. It usually, I don't know, it usually springs to mind just when I think of it. Usually I have at least my iPhone with me so I can put it right into OmniFocus. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have a, a recurring task. Like every six months it says something like, like do a full brain dump um, where I mm-hmm. would kind of go through the list in that book and what have you. I've not done one yet, um, but it has come up like that I should be doing one sometime in the near future. Um, yeah. But I haven't tried that yet where I kind of – I don't even know when you would do it because a lot of stuff's already in the system. So would yeah, it be like right yeah. after – like it almost seems like the time to do it oh. is right after your review instead of right before it. Well, it's not before. It's in the middle of it. So like in the, the canonical list, you know, clear your head is um, – comes like at the end bef- after you've reviewed calendar and um, projects and waiting for and all the – you know, like all the areas where – maybe, uh, uh, you know, you're stuck on a project and you haven't created a, uh, next action for, you know, things that your, your, your system reminds you that you need to add stuff. But so I decided to, uh, I decided to, to move it up a little bit, like after calendar. Um, although maybe it should just be like where it's supposed to be, according to David Allen, which I think is after review someday, maybe. Uh, no, I, it's sense. actually 
before you even review anything, it's part of get clear, according to oh. GTD. It's like you. Call- oh well, this is the un. This is the the 2006 edition then, because uh, that that's what I copied my list from the old edition. Huh. Interesting. Well, I would put it at the end for sure. I agree with you. Don't do it in the beginning because you'll be reminded of a lot of these things as you go through, no matter what. And then, but what I found for myself doing it um, is what I didn't spend a lot of time. uh, I mean, I looked at a couple of lists, but I didn't let them, uh, you know, they didn't really inspire me, but I just sort of like did a, a kind of check-in where like, what am I worried about? Right. Mm. And that reminded me like, Oh, here's a thing that is not going that well and you need to put it in to the system so that you you check in on it every week um, or even more often. So in this case, uh, I'm doing this other podcast. It happens once a week, but unlike this one, I have a different guest every week. So there's, you know, a lot of, not a lot, but there's a certain amount of administration, preparation, sure. emailing that has to happen in order to record it. And, um, and I, you know, I can't leave it to the last minute, you know, because unless it's a good friend, I don't like telling, asking people like, Hey, do you mind like just picking up the phone now and recording a podcast with me? So, so, and, and people either drop out or, you know, don't want to do it and that's okay, you know, but I, I need to have a better system. And so I, I realized, oh yeah, that's on my mind and it's nowhere here in the, anywhere in OmniFocus. Um, so that was the, like, you know, the clear my mind moment there. And I added, you know, micro.blog to my list of triggers, because obviously that's a trigger for me. Oh, that sure. wouldn't work for anybody else, but, or except for Manton maybe, but, um, you know, I could call it work, um, but at some point I'm gonna. It's gonna say, you know, podcast. You know, is that everything under control? Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's actually like just checking in with yourself as to what things you're worried about. Is that's a great trigger for coming up with open loops because anything you're worried about, if it's not in your system, it is an open loop by definition, mm-hmm. right? It's something you're right. Oh, I should get this done, or I need to check with somebody about that, or whatever it happens to be. Um, yeah, I yeah, I might just rewrite that one, you know, to say like, you know, check check your gut, you know, or whatever for things that uh, you might have forgotten that aren't in the system. Sometimes I've found that something will kind of hit me as, oh, th- this is an area that really needs a chunk of work, and then I'll kind of get up to speed on it and really refine it in the system. And then I feel better about it. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I guess, yeah, there's probably, I think little short to medium term open loops are Mm -hmm. things that sometimes don't make it into my system. Mm. Like sometimes about, like I think of it, and then I like either I just do it because it is yeah. top of mind. I'm like, oh, I'll just do this thing, um, or it kind of just sits there. It's almost like 
the mental inbox, right? Where that mm-hmm. there's that email that you know you're going to get back to that person in an hour. So moving it out and putting it somewhere else and then finding it in an hour and then seems like a lot of work for something that you know is going to be out of you. Like you'll be handling it really soon. I, I do end yeah. up with a number of those loops, although they don't always get handled right away, um, yeah. which is the danger of then they all pile up and um, it's just as bad in your inbox as in your mental inbox. Um, let's see. If I were... I mean, largely it's thinking about uh, the kind of the various larger activities or areas of focus of life. Mm-hmm. And just, is there anything going on with this that I need to worry about or what am I not thinking mm-hmm. about? Um, and then I guess another part is um, not just kind of trying to flush out any worries or open loops but also flush out any ideas like oh you know maybe i should look into doing this like going on this trip or maybe we i should look into some this creative endeavor that i've you know it's kind of been in the back of my mind but it would be like rather than a someday like a vague someday maybe maybe there's Mm -hmm. a more concrete thing Oh, you know, I heard about this event that kind of fits in with the someday maybe, so maybe I should really focus on actually doing that rather than having kind of this thing sitting on the the someday maybe list that doesn't get a lot of action. Yeah, no, that's true. And I think, uh, so I started creating my own trigger list, and the first thing I decided to put on it was travel and with sub you know, points for things like airplane tickets or train tickets mm-hmm. or reservations or registrations. Like sometimes I think, oh yeah, I'm going to that thing. But if I ask myself, do I have everything ready? You know, no, I need to, you know, at least make a single action to say, go reserve a plane ticket. <laughs> right. And uh, um, so travel is an area. And I, I think, you know, as you were saying, um, I think family is a good area mm-hmm. uh, for triggers, you know, because tend to have responsibilities there. Um, and uh, yeah, anyway, I'm going to work on this list and it'll, it'll be a work in progress. And maybe um, you can help with and contribute and we can see like, you know, what would our own trigger list look like that was helpful instead of you know, daunting, which definitely is the the definition of the list that's in the Getting Things Done book. Um, one more thing that I put into my own weekly review, which I really like is, so there's one um, in the beginning, you know, there's, or not in the beginning, where it's like, you know, review your projects. And I think he says, make sure you have one kick-ass next action <laughs> for huh. each project, uh, which is really strong language coming from David Allen. And next, I, I, um, you know, I just m- made sure I have any kind of next action. <laughs> so whether it's kick-ass or not, something that is doable to move that project forward. But then I decided... I would make sure by the end of the weekly review that I had three items 
tagged as next, you know? So what we had talked about a couple weeks ago that um, you, you know, when we were talking about tags, that using a next tag and just, you know, piling up things in mm-hmm. the next category could be counterproductive. And I have been using it in the way that I, I decided, which is have three things in there, get those three things done, add three more. And so at the end of the weekly review, just double checking that I've replenished the next mm-hmm. category, but not with anything more than three. So that's one thing I added to my, my weekly review steps um, at the end. But- uh, because as I'm going through it, going through reviewing projects and, and actions, I think, oh, I want to work on this next. So I tag it next, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's working for me. That's excellent. Um, so in terms of trips, um, I so I have a few things that, where I've made temp, like a template project. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know uh, Rosemary Orchard has like written a bunch of stuff up of using like a text editor and automation to fill it. And, um, but most of that only works on either iOS or Mac OS. So I kind of wanted mm-hmm. the same process on both platforms. So I just have a, a folder of, uh, projects that are on hold, um, called templates. And mm-hmm. the template, for example, the, the trip template has, uh, an action group of booking tasks, which is book flights, book hotels, schedule pet care, um, departure tasks like, you know, do laundry if I need to, pick up stuff from the dry cleaners if I need to, schedule the ride to the airport, and basically just the things that I always need to do for a trip. And then, you know, if I happen to be, if it's a car trip or if it's a train trip, it's easy enough to change it from book flights to book train. Um, But I just copy it and paste it and change the title of the project um, and change it from being on hold to active. And Mm -hmm. then I kind of have my checklist for all of my trips. Um, And then if there's something that I don't need to do, it's easy enough just to delete it from. So for instance, if it's like an overnight trip where I'm gone for I leave, stay overnight, come back the next day. I really don't need the pet sitter, um, so I can just get rid of that whole section. But um, that has worked pretty well. And then the nice thing is that as you go, kind of you can uh, refine what's in that template. I haven't really used a trigger list, but I I particularly like your thought of um, just checking in with what I'm worried about and trying to – um, capture those open loops and I'll see if a list of some kind or a checklist of some kind will help. Um, it's something I hadn't really thought too much about until you brought it up, um, this episode, but, uh, it's anything to help get those open loops out of your head and into the trusted system is, is worth investigating. (laughs) Yeah. That's for sure. So, well, is there anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up this episode? Uh, no, I think uh, I think that little last piece was me up on my soapbox. That's enough. Okay. 
Yeah, I would be interested if our listeners have anything to share on whether they have a list that they refer to to make sure that they do a good, clean brain dump, if that sounds really gross, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> please uh, please feel free to share it with us. You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog, and on Twitter, where we are at The Weekly Review, or you can email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. We'd really appreciate it if you would rate or review the Weekly Review podcast. It helps new listeners find us, and it makes us very happy to know um, that you like us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you can